Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the ShuttlePod podcast. This is ShuttlePod 108, as I always like to point out, not including supplementals or review episodes. Um, and I'm your host, Kaylee Yacovino, joined by my good friends, Brian Drew. Hey everybody, we're back. And Matt Wright. Hey guys. Yeah, so maybe should we address that uh, yes, Sailor in the Room? <laughs> Sailor in the Room. It's been a while since our last podcast. Um, yeah, you know, stuff is just, life I think has been uh, ramping up for everyone on the show. and um, Summer. Yeah, summer stuff going on. And yeah, we apologize. You know, we've been really wanting to get back to this and do more podcasts, but we're here now. Yes, and we are intending to ramp up a little bit. We even have a plan for the next episode already, so... Believe it or not. <laughs> yes. We do, we swear. <laughs> but this week, we wanted to talk about, um, you know, there's been a wealth of news since you heard us last. So checking in on some of our thoughts on the latest uh, advancements in the Star Trek world. Um, looking forward to Star Trek Las Vegas convention, the 56-year mission that's coming up mm-hmm. in just a couple of short weeks. Uh, but before we get to that, we, of course, want to uh, recognize the recent passing of Nichelle Nichols, who yeah. from the original series. Um, yeah. She's just passed away a few days ago as we record this um, at the age of 89. Yeah, it's very sad. So, yeah, she's quite an icon and, you know, it's been really amazing to see all of the thoughts that came pouring out uh, right after it was announced that she had passed away um, about, you know, how much she meant to people, how much her character, who her meant to people, how much she as a person meant to people. She really inspired, if you, when you, you know, how often do you talk to someone about Trek's legacy and immediately point to some of the work that Nichelle has done? Without, we can get into detail, but the work Nichelle did outside of Trek has more, much more of a lasting impact in my mind than the stuff she actually did in Trek at NASA. Absolutely. So yeah, sure. she was, yeah. she was famously a recruiter for NASA. Yeah. Um, not too long after, um, after being on Star Trek and among her many recruits were Sally Ride, the first mm-hmm. American woman in space, who huge hero of mine as a kid. I grew up just like idolizing Sally Ride. Um, and Charlie Bolden, who uh, oh, yeah. was an African American who became uh, an astronaut who became the NASA administrator, administrator. was NASA administrator That's for right. many years. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and she's also on record by astronaut Dr. Mae Jemison as the inspiration for why Dr. Jemison became an astronaut. And of course, she was the first black woman in space. Right. Yes. Yes. And I think I believe also Judith Resnick and Ronald McNair, who were on the Challenger. Sadly, but they yeah, they made it. They were part of the recruitment program that Michelle was part of that put those folks on the path to going into space. So Yes, indeed. I, I think I said it when I when the day Michelle died that she, when I, I tweeted out that, you know, a lot of people talk about building a future that resembles the one that Gene Roddenberry wanted us to live in, but Michelle actually tried to do it. And she's one of the handful that ever did. A lot of people paid lip service, blah, 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 bullshit. But Michelle, you know, she could have very easily just been a, you know, a singer and a, an actress and gone to Star Trek conventions. And that could have been her life. But she chose to take it 
in a whole, you know, she chose to take what Star Trek represented and actually applied it in a very real and tangible way. And the the, the resonance of what Michelle did is going to travel way beyond now, decades and decades from now. Yeah, especially especially when you consider that she's inspired people who are now inspiring people you know it's the whole right it's a whole thing yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah look what she did for Whoopi goldberg exactly yeah Whoopi goldberg i was gonna say that's our first obvious like star trek tie-in too is 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 Whoopi. you know yeah so yeah i think Whoopi said that she was watching tv at home in in the mid-60s when the show was on and she screamed to her mother mom you got to come in here there's a black lady on tv and she's not a maid (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And we obviously all know the, you know, that Martin Luther King famously. Right. Which know. Michelle told many times, which is a great story. And it's oh, worthy yeah. of being retold that many yes, times. It, it, wow. Can you imagine yeah. Reverend King coming to you and saying, you can't quit this show. Your role on it is too important it's for too important. an entire race it's of people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Incredible. Yep. She had a, quite a life in the show. She really did. Well, yeah. And I mean, think think about all the stuff she did sort of before, too. You know, singer, dancer. She worked with Duke Ellington. Yeah, know? exactly. Duke Ellington. Like, come on. I mean, you know, that's okay. You know, that's, <laughs> that's a, yeah. not too shabby. That, that's something, yeah. to, put, that's something to put on your, C, on your CV. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just a little <laughs> just a little act, you know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and that's who she was. She was a dancer and a singer for a while. And then she mm-hmm. kind of, I think she kind of fell into acting, kind of. It wasn't like her original path but she came out to la she was dancing in movies then she got started to get small roles and then you know one thing led go. to another yeah she was cast in the lieutenant which is so Rod Ray's, like a uh, earlier show yeah so the one he... the first show that gene created and produced himself mm-hmm. yeah so he leonard, already knew leonard kind was of who on, she the was. show was on that leonard yep. was on that yeah um gary lockwood was the lead that's right yeah um so, so yeah that's how and michelle had been Friendly with Gene Rodberry before that. Yeah. Uh, yes. We won't get into that too much. But, um... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Gene. you know, Gene leaves quite a trail. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. Um, but they, they stayed friends. I mean, whatever happened, it, it oh, yeah. seemed perfectly fine between I mean, both of them. They, yeah. I mean, she always spoke. She loved Gene. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was spoke so well of him, like, all the time. You know, every time. All the time. Yep. So. She claims that when she went in for the casting call for Star Trek, she didn't. She was not aware that it was Gene until she walked in the room and saw Gene there. Huh. I believe that'd be, it. That'd be jarring. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's you. Uh, so yeah, I mean, she didn't. You know, obviously, she was part of the supporting cast of the original series, the original show, and most of the shows are built around two or three characters. Yeah. In that case, specifically, obviously, Kirk's Buck and McCoy. So Michelle, you know, was probably frustrated with the size of her role, hence the 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 temptation to quit the show. Yeah, you know. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and it's hard, you know, looking be like, oh, it's talk. Look back at Uhura as a character is actually, I think you can say more. There's more to say about her because of what subsequent iterations of the GOS crew have done with her. I think like it happened in the J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. movies sure. and of yeah. course now in strange new worlds both of them kind of glommed onto this wow look at this completely underdeveloped character who's this really important character but we know 
and we know some little tidbits about them, but they, yeah, like you said, she was a supporting character. Right. And now like it, it is cool to see, wow, two very different interpretations. If you look at like JJ's who are a completely different mm-hmm. person than, yeah. you know, who mm-hmm. we get to know in the original series. And then the new one really is this, um, uh, seems to really be building on the little sort of crumbs of what we know of Uhura from TOS and then saying, okay, let's just like yeah. run forward with that. I've, I've really enjoyed Uhura in Strange New Worlds. So I think she's yeah, been really I think, fun I like the actress. I like the actress a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Celia Rose Gooding. I think she really yeah. does a good job of that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, talking about those nuggets, I think there's some really great, sort of Uhura moments that we should call out that, that lead you to these, like that's where people extrapolate from. Right. Like, uh, I think, um, that scene and I, to the life of me, I can't remember which episode it is Brian. You'll probably remember like faster than I can that, that scene where Uhura is under the console fixing stuff. Right. And, and she's doing her job. Like she's doing, she not only can she like run the communication boards, dude, she knows how to fix all that stuff, which is yep. like amazing. Yeah. And I she's don't down there. The, like, I don't remember the episodes. Yeah. Me neither. I know, I know the escaping. visuals. I, I can yeah, see it in my you know head. This, exactly. You know the moment, you, but I, I can't you think of it. you guys call yourselves fans. I know. Jeez. We fail. Um, after this episode is over, I'm turning in my card. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's under there like working on circuit boards and stuff. And she, she talks about how it's like kind of hard, like kind of delicate, hard work, whatever. And Spock, kind of, you know, says, "I know no one who is who's better better qualified. equipped to handle yeah, and do this, exactly. Mister Please proceed." Something exactly, like that. and like you know, that's that's. I mean, from a, from a Vulcan, that's like an amazing. Compliment. That's a big thing coming from yeah. Spock. High exactly, praise, highest. Exactly. So that's like, and that's what we're talking about. It's like, look, that's the thing. She's a freaking expert. You don't get to get you don't get to serve on the Enterprise without being tops. You know, right? Like, and so. And um, I, you know, in a couple episodes, you know, the somebody gets knocked out, and so guess what? She jumps up and like takes the helm or whatever. Because again, balance of cro- terror. Yeah, balance of terror is one of them. Um, Very early on. Yeah, because again, you're a bridge officer. She's on the bridge. That means she's cross trained. That means she's competent. Right. Like, right. Come on. And so that's awesome. Like that's the kind of stuff you want to see. And a, a little favorite thing of mine is I love it in Naked Time. You know, when Sulu thinks he's a three musketeer or whatever. And, I know what you're and say. he's like, Oh, you know, I'll save you fair maiden. She goes, sorry, neither, which is so great. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so it's, and then it's she just, pushes him off too. and she shoves sorry, him away. Neither. Like, yep. Yeah, screw that band. Like, and it's so it's, it's, it's just lovely. And like the right amount of sass, you know, and it says a lot about Uhura. It does. Absolutely. She's like, I don't need this bullshit. Like yeah, I got a, this. And that's a very early episode. It's very early. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, to go back to the sort of the badass side of her is when she musters her sort of courage to go onto the bridge in the mirror universe and oh, it's Sulu. and yeah. deal with Sulu. Like you get to see this whole side of her. And I think this is like, you could p- pluck this kind of aspect of her and this kind of brave badass part. And that's what Zoe Saldana does a lot. Like you kind of pluck that out. Mm-hmm. Um, Good point. Yeah. Is, you know, she's over there fucking, you know, manipulating sulu mirror sulu and when he gets a little too fresh she pulls that knife and she's you know she's deadly serious and it's good like it's sexy it's badass things. yeah it's yep. it's great absolutely like, she's sexy she's badass like it's it's good like it's a really awesome moment and that's she's our sexy, badass and 
like competent and technically literate. Absolutely. I think that's, that's the problem because right. sexy and badass happens like yeah, that all happens the time, also. right? In movies and TV, but sexy right, badass and like technologically and literate and competent yeah. and good at her job yeah, and like exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's you can the be trifecta. All those things and yeah. be a lady. That's right. So that it's pretty great. And so, you know, there's, there's really just great moments like that. Yes. Unfortunately, poor Michelle got to say a lot of like stupid exposition lines or, you know, like Riker would later, right? Time travel and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or or she gets to, you know, or she just has to say hailing frequencies open. Right. But but she gets these great moments. There are a couple of moments that I hate where like Uhura's like, I can't get them in, sir. And he's like, let me try. And Kirk like pushes her out of the way. And he's like, nope, can't get them. It's like, yeah, she just said that. Oh, you didn't have yeah. to try. Like, you just took her word for it. it <laughs> was that in the third season? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if it was. but I think it happens a couple. I, I, it yeah, probably I does also happen. Yeah. couldn't tell you the episode revoke yeah. my fan card as well after the after this <laughs> podcast. But yeah, um, those moments, I bet, you know, and I was like, all right, 1966, whatever. Yeah, you just got to get what, yeah. take what we can get. Yeah, I mean, and when you think about it, that's for 1966, that's pretty good. She's oh, there no, all the, completely. It's she's just, there on screen all the time being competent. It's, a, yeah. it's impossible not to look at it from a modern yeah. lens. Like we try, yeah. right? We but, try, yeah. <laughs> Even through it's a modern lens, it's pretty freaking good. So. It's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Progress yeah. is built one step at a time. Absolutely. So, and then, you know, the movies did, of course, didn't give give her a ton to do, which is a bummer. But I do, you got to love the Mr. Adventure scene from Star Trek Three, where she puts that, you know, young buck who's ticked that he's like put out, you know, in some little station somewhere. She puts that guy in his place. And it's great. Yeah. So, Mr. Adventure. Mr. Adventure. She'll have a meeting out of her hands. It's fine. I'm like, what does what, what McCoy say? I'm glad you're on our side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just some nice little moments that I think, you know, the new the newer versions of Uhura get to yeah. kind of extrapolate and, from. And, and I know there's that scene in the Undiscovered Country when she's talking to the Klingons yeah. and she can't speak. That That's so now, now from a start from a Star Trek universe thing, it's incredibly stupid. Yes, makes she, no sense. That not only would Uhura probably not have to speak several dialects to Klingon, but the computer would probably be able to help her. Yes. But as a show business Nick, thing. Nick wanted those books. He wanted that analog feel. He wanted all and that shit. And they wanted to give Michelle something. And they wanted yeah. to give Michelle something to do. Yeah. Is it very, very, there are very basic show business reasons for doing that. It's yeah. an, it's stupid within in universe. It, it's incredibly stupid. It makes it makes Uhura look totally incompetent. Unfortunately, it makes them all yeah. look incompetent. There's yeah, like six Starfleet all. officers. They're all ruffling through hardcover yeah. books. They all look like morons. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh. Well, but, kind of, but but yeah. as as a scene isolated, <laughs> if you're if you're a, like a just a regular movie guard, that's a cute scene. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I remember chuckling at it as a kid watching. Yeah, it. I mean, I laughed at it in the theater. I mean, but it's it funny stupid. enough, we can give ref- that. But when you reflect the on it, movies get that right. special yeah. level of leeway. Yeah, yeah. Right. But right. when you reflect on it, it's yeah, it's pretty damn insulting on everyone. Right. And Nick involved. Meyer doesn't give a shit what. No, he didn't care. Yeah, he didn't care. Yeah. That's why we love him. Which yeah. is yeah, I mean, it's that's what you get with Nick Meyer. It's all right. He has a healthier reverence for the material. Yeah. By the way, did you, speaking of Nick Meyer, this is slightly tangential, but did you guys see? Uh, when at one point, and maybe he's still doing this, he was releasing some like little mini video vignette things on his Twitter. I did see those, yes. Some of yeah. those are amazing insight. Yeah. He's into, a brilliant, he's a brilliant man, Nicholas Meyer. He's talk, talking about his time on Trek and, and like, wow, like he's like, really, I came into it and like learned how to respect it and I treated it this way yeah. when really I didn't realize like the depth of it. And it, yeah. it's really amazing to hear him yeah. articulate all it, this stuff. It took him a long time to get it. 
I was just going to say that perspective is fairly new. His, his, I would say his new like perspective. Yeah. The funny thing about him is that he is a nerd in this with home is the same way we are yeah. about Trek. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a hardcore. deep hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like he's into the canon of it, the inconsistencies of it. He's like, so he, he gets it to some, at some level he relates. He absolutely mm-hmm. relates to the material, mm-hmm. at least as far as the fans obsessiveness with it. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who has essentially like written canon fan fiction for Holmes. Yeah, that's what he's been wow. doing. That, yeah. All those all those pastiches he writes of Holmes are basically fanfic. Mm-hmm. And he's been writing some lovely things the last few days about Michelle on his Twitter account. That's worth checking out. His remembrances of Michelle. Nice, nice. So yeah, like I said, it's a silly scene, but but it's a nice bit of business for Michelle to play in the movie. Yeah. So, and if you're looking for ways to, you know, go think about Nichelle uh, in these days, obviously we just listed a few episodes you can go check out, original series. You can also check out the 2021 documentary, Woman in Motion. Yes. 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 Check that out for sure. It's on Paramount. Her work. And it's on Paramount Plus. Awesome. So it's worth checking out. Also might want to mention a little bit that Nichelle, I think from very early, very early days was in the fan conventions, almost from the get go from the early seventies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was kind of, you know, one of the torchbearers, like, well, you know, pretty you can't much use for... that word anymore. Discover it's this discovery thing. Now. Oh, it's, that's true. It's, it's tainted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's everyone's it... like, there's the most important character of the first season. Yeah, of course, of course. Takuvma so, will, will come cut your tongue until, out until he wasn't. <laughs> until he wasn't. Uh, oh my goodness! But yeah, she was she was a con regular up until a couple of years ago. I mean, we all saw her at STLV. We saw the shell slowing down. It was very yeah. obvious for a while um, now. Yeah, for a while now. I gotta say though, boy. I mean, I think the last time I saw her, she was doing autographs in the merch room. I guess in 2018, maybe. And she was, you know, her mental faculties are maybe starting to slip, but my God, that woman was still stunning to look at. Yeah. And she was beautiful woman. Michelle Nichols was a beautiful woman. Always just like uh, pleasant and beaming and, you know. Yeah. She had, yeah. Michelle always had a kind of a radiance about her. Yeah. 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 Classy as shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, talk about class act, right? I mean, this, she always was. (laughs) So (laughs) it's kind of awesome. You don't see that every day, as we know. It's, it's pretty rare to find someone who's a class act and always it seems like she always has been you know and always was and yeah it's kind of amazing yeah michelle's influence will far outsize her role in star trek yeah i certainly hope so i like yeah i thought i I absolutely think so yeah absolutely i feel like it already kind of has already has but we'll i guess it has yeah i guess that's true Yeah. yeah do we have anything else we want to say about the lovely ms nichols uh, no, other than you should definitely go read some of the great tributes that people have written if you haven't already. There's some really lovely stuff out there. Yeah, we've so. compiled some of them mm-hmm. in an article on trekmovie.com, so you can yes. check it out there. That's right. Yes. Conveniently, it's all compiled. In it. No, but yeah, there is a really great article. So. Yeah. yeah, we have a couple of co- issues, a couple of posts of coverage of yeah. Michelle's passing. So, so we're down to William Shatner and George Takei and Walter oh, man. and Walter. Yeah. And then there were three. Oh man! Speaking of you know mortality and, and Shatner, you guys, do you see that stuff about speaking of Comic Con stuff? Do you see him 
joking about how he's 91 and he might drop dead on the stage right now as he's pitching his latest documentary about himself you know yeah he um, says that all the time though it's just it's just so funny that it's just like okay he may he's outlive he may outlive all three of us dude yeah. he's yeah that I mean, guy's a machine as he said before if he stops he's probably dead but he doesn't stop so he's he just gonna stop. keep on going I, yeah I'll never forget hearing him say i'm afraid that if i stop moving i'll die yeah that's right he, he's pacing on the stage yeah he's pacing yeah oh my god and i can't i always try to get this across to people and and, and i think a lot of times people just don't really get it because it's hard to articulate how much of showman william shatner is like oh yeah he can get oh, on stage yeah. at las vegas or wherever at the yeah, anywhere. bus yeah. stop and read his <laughs> own book and everyone would be glued to him yeah He's a star. He is very much he, a, a there's star. There's not a lot of people that can do that. There's a lot of people who are stars, right? But he, there's not yeah. people who are stars like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. wow, he's, he's, what, he's, he's an entertainer. The, yeah, he's got the mojo. You know, he's got the he's got the he's got the it. You know, whatever that is, he's got it. You know. Yeah, and like like, like Kayla was saying, he walks back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could we could segue now into STLV if we want. Because yeah, like, let's let's do it. Yeah. So in twenty days from now, I believe. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, twenty days, um, kind of down. The fifty-six year mission, aka Star Trek Las Vegas, <laughs> uh, as it will always be known. STLV yeah, it'll. Yeah, I don't know anybody who actually calls it the fifty. Everybody still. Oh no, I mean everyone's still. Yeah, everyone's. Yeah, and it's likely to remain that way as long as it's in Las Vegas. It'll be STLV. Yeah, and yes, Mr. Shatner. Oh yeah, old ninety-one years old of him will be there, headlining the convention as he always does. And yes. we will be there in the audience we playing will. Shatner Bingo. Yes, mm-hmm. we, we will have a, we have a few. We, we'll be rolling out a few bingo cards for Mister Shatner and a few other people. <laughs> Which stories is he going to tell? Yeah, is he going to is he going to tell the Bombardier story? Is he gonna <laughs> is he even gonna, will he even talk about Star Trek? Will yeah. he talk about his new album or one man show or the time he got shat on by a, an elephant? <laughs> Or the bicycle story. The bicycle story. Yes, yes. Oh well, he's got fresh material now because he went to space. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. gosh! Okay, that's that's going right. to be like all the squares. Well, we're gonna we're gonna hear we're gonna hear a lot of. Uh, I want well, I want to hear about which space I want to hear man. about. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, but yeah, you guys. I'm sure you guys saw the videos, right? Like it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Like everyone's yeah. up there, kind of tooling around, and he, he really was actually like, amazed. Genuinely yeah. has his face yeah. just. He's just hovering there, looking out the window, like yeah, yeah, like. He really looked, it seemed completely genuine. Yeah. And it was, that's pretty moving because he's, I, th- I think he's sometimes like kind of a cynical guy, but. Yeah, but there are moments like that when you, he knows how to live in the moment, I think. It seems yeah. like it, yeah. More than, more than most people I've encountered in the Trek. He really just knows when to like step back and say, wow, this is, this is incredible. There are two, there are two moments that like you were saying it was kind of moving to 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 watch happen to any of these actors that was very emotional one was Nichelle meeting Barack Obama oh yeah cuz i all I remember i remember getting very emotional watching i think oh, thinking like wow that like boy if Roddenberry was, could if gene could see that yeah that was huge. he would he would have been astounded that like that yeah it went from there to here yeah, yeah. Especially if you you did that, the most powerful person in the world was a black man. Exactly. Especially if you told someone that in 1969, let's say like at the end of the third season or something, and you said, "By the way, this canceled little show. Guess what? 
Michelle Nichols is going to be with like the first black president, you know, yeah. it's going to take longer than we would hope, but it's there, you know? But, and, yeah. But, but, and she's there. And she's in and the Oval Office minds. with him, with the president yeah. of the United States. And yeah. he recognizes her importance. Yes. Right. It the would blow he, their the most minds. powerful man in the world, president yeah. of the United States, recognizes the importance of Michelle Nichols, her role yeah. as Uhura and her work with NASA and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a very moving experience for me to see. And then watching him in space, just looking around going, oh, my God, this is incredible. And it's a tangible. Yeah. I mean, he's there because he was Captain Kirk. It's a, Sure, it's a publicity stunt. I mean, granted, Bezos is a Star Trek fan, whatever. But he obviously, Blue Origin got a huge pop out of that by having him go. Oh yeah, but I mean, you, you, it's the only that's, reason we're talking about it. That's I mean, that's right. an amazing headline, right? Captain Kirk goes to space. But, but like, that's but but it's wild. Cap, yeah. Captain Kirk was in space. He really was in space. That's amazing. Imagine telling William Shatner in 1966 or 1969 yeah. or whatever that yeah. this canceled little show. You yeah. is, is the be, reason is the reason you were in space. Yeah, yeah. Although perhaps to be fair, at that time, you know, in the 70s. A lot of people thought, "Oh yeah, of course we're going to be we're going to be in space in ten years. Everyone's yeah. going to go to space. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to take commute, we'll little be a, commuter we'll be flights. In, yeah, by nineteen eighty, we'll be in Mars. Right, exactly. Right. But it right. turns out that you know yeah. when you reduce the budget of NASA from <laughs> you know an actual significant portion to less than a penny on the dollar per capita, right. you know we, we don't we don't get there quite as fast. No, right. but especially that, but well, those, you know. Yeah. But those two events and the other one, which I was." Too little to experience when you know they rolled the Enterprise out with the cast there. Oh the yeah, Enterprise. yeah, that would have yeah. been. Those are those moments where it's just like, oh my god, you know, it sometimes really is more than a TV show, it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, wow, well just, said. Yeah, it's just it. It's remarkable sometimes. It doesn't. Those moments don't happen often, but when they do, boy, are they special. Yeah, totally. You know. All right. Well, that concludes that tangent. So William Shatner <laughs> will be. William Shatter will be <laughs> headlining stage, Star Trek Las Vegas this year, as he often does. Yeah. As will... Is for the first time at Bally's... Yes. Hotel and Casino for the last several years has been at the Rio mm-hmm. All Suites Hotel and Casino. <laughs> All Suites. All Suites in generous quotation marks. They are, they are large They are big rooms. rooms. Those are big rooms. They but are. some of them have windows from the bedroom into the bathroom that we won't discuss. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, anyway, they are refurbishing, allegedly refurbishing the Rio. I, I, last I looked, it didn't look like I, they were they much of anything. raising it to the ground? Yeah, I do not know. Yeah. Um, anyway, it, it is apparently a one-year sidetrack over at the Bally's, which is directly on the Strip, so it will have that advantage geographically. It's going to be a smaller venue. Yeah, the, their convention area is clearly not as big. The most of the seats at the convention have sold out now. Yeah, I think there's only a handful of single-day tickets available for Friday and yep. Saturday. I want to say. Yeah, all the full weekend passes are sold out, including from the highest tier down to the lowest tier general admission. Which never happens. Which yeah. doesn't usually. You can still grab that the, the when you walk in the week of, or discounted, at least grab one single-day pass for each day. You can grab yeah, discounted but, tickets day of if you usually if you want. The, only thing left as of this recording is single day Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 70 bucks each. So if you want to go, 
and you want to grab like a Friday and Saturday, whatever it is, buy your tickets now, now. because by yeah. the time this podcast comes out, they might already be sold. They might out. be gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how much smaller, but based on the photos I've seen of the, the convention space, it's much smaller. Yeah, I mean, really? the fact that everything's selling out when they wouldn't normally. So, yeah. as we know, you know, Creation who puts on the convention, they're one of their things is everyone gets a seat. So right. there, which I, I like, cause it's the yeah, opposite too. of San Diego comic-con style yeah. where yeah. you wait in line for three days in the Free sun and all. you camp out <laughs> just to get in a hall age. No, they're like, if you bought a ticket, you can get in period. You're not going to miss a panel because you didn't wait in line, which right. I, I really like, but that the, the price of that is that the tickets are selling out really fast this year because the venue is smaller. So, right. Right. So apparently it's a one year deal. They'll be back at the Rio next year. Who knows? But it's a day shorter this year. Normally, it would be Wednesday to Monday. Raise your hand if you're disappointed by that. <laughs> Let the oh. record show no one is raising their hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four but days is plenty. That, yes. became a, that became a thing during the 50th. They didn't used to do that. When it's the 50th dead. happened, they added that day, and they never subtracted they it. They never took it back. And it's um, like, I, like as much as I love this, it's it's too much. It's and too much. they were clearly padding it with nonsense content. <laughs> yeah 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 so we will be there the whole trick movie gang pretty much everybody is going to be there this year yeah, covid covid exciting. held back things a little bit last year things got a little weird um, <laughs> matt got sick things got a little weird yeah. oh i know like we were in vegas matt you uh, were gonna join us like, i was all set to go you were gonna leave like the next day got a gnarly cold uh, i i actually have a really so visceral sad. memory like i'm I don't want to say I'm as upset as you are about not being able to come because that's yeah, unfair. But I'm close. Been, I don't know. I was, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, it was. I mean, people who go when if you go, you know how how much you look forward to this. So I, I very much was like depressed for probably two days. You yeah. know, when you had really you worked so I was all set to do it. And yeah, you I was really all set it. to do it. Yep, I was all yeah. set for to do it. Weeks before, Matt was in our Slack, being like, "Oh man, I really need this. Like, I can't wait." Yeah. Oh, you were so disappointed <laughs> you didn't go. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah. This is happening, gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah, speaking of illness, oh my God, I mean, just, just, just to remind folks, COVID is still a thing. Yeah. If you haven't been boosted in a while, you might want to think about it. Just uh yeah. that's all you know, be not telling not telling you what respectful. to do. But yeah, you know, yeah. You know. Yeah, but I personally will be getting a booster before I get to Las Vegas. I've got mine. Yeah. So but it looks like it's gonna be you know, there's 130 celebrities so far, they're still adding people. Yeah, and there's always, there's yeah. there's some good stuff with like Zachary Quinto who never comes to these things. Right, is, Zach is, is coming. Going. Yeah, that's yep. cool. Yeah, it'll be good. It's been a while since he showed up in Vegas. It's got to be yeah. six seven years at least. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. So he's coming. Got a, a lot some of, the of the Discovery contingent. Right, some of the Strange, Strange New Worlds world peeps. Yep. Yep. Tawny Newsom from uh, Lower Decks. I, yeah, is I think Ethan Peck was just announced yeah. yesterday. I think something like yep. that. So he's coming. He's been there I, before. Cool. I've heard that Anson Mount's hair will be doing a special yeah. signing. Yeah, by yeah. itself. Yeah, just the hair. separate, separate yeah. from Anson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's more expensive than Anson's signature. <laughs> so. I mean, that hair is worth good money. <laughs> it's 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 a pretty impressive hair, I must say. Yeah, and it then defies uh, gravity, Spock's, but you know, Spock's sideburns will also. Um, <laughs> Be having a special event. <laughs> that that one, he it pays you to to come because that's right. That's right. right. right, right, right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but it looks like they have a nice blend of old and new at this. At this yeah, point. this is looking like a good mix of people. It should be fun. 
Yeah. I'm like, I'm super psyched because I get to see you guys and all my friends and yep. it's just going to be a fun party time. I'm also like slightly concerned about values. Yes. Not going to lie. I've about not what? heard like amazing things. About I've values? It, yeah. I've heard it compared to the Rio and I've heard that it's worse. And let me just tell you. That's how, saying something. How that much is, that's saying something. Yeah, yeah. That is saying something. So if you we'll ever, see. if like, dear listener, if you would like to hear a grown woman rant for at least 20 minutes about sconces, please find me. In yeah, Las find, Vegas. Kale, find Kale in Vegas and she'll, she'll regale you. You you also have videos to prove. I have video. Like, okay, yeah. just quick. Oh, that I one have year. I very that quick, one year. abbreviated yeah. version of the story. Not that it's that long. No, this one year, and it's this one year was particularly bad. The sconces are always problematic. So you know in, in, in Las Vegas. <laughs> the sconces are always problematic. <laughs> problematic. In, in Las Vegas, the hallways right, are super long. You go up always. You go up your elevator and you walk for like a mile to get to your room. So there's like a lot of light sconces in the wall along the way. And multiple floors. I don't remember what year this was, but on multiple floors, every single sconce was like smashed in or completely missing. Yeah, it was bad. Every and I, like th- I'm talking hundreds of sconces. Yeah, because you I walked that whole hallway and it was like yeah. smashed, missing, missing. Right, and smashed, then I walked like... in my hallway and I found a bunch too. <laughs> and it was the same on multiple <laughs> floors. So it's one thing if there's a few like oh a drunk person stumbled into them they haven't cleaned it up yet, but like someone maybe got angry and went floor to floor wrecking sconces and they just know. left it. I don't know. They're man. just like, that's par for the course <laughs> at the Rio. Right. Well, apparently they're under new ownership now and they're going to refurbish everything and blah, 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 blah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. In the we'll see what happens next year. I have asked and I have not gotten any feedback on how the sconce situation is at Bally's. So yeah. we'll report back. You're like, this is critical information. <laughs> this how is are important. the sconces? Yeah. So the Plus de Bally's is its location. Yeah, it's definitely. attached to Paris, which has good restaurants and is a much nicer place. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Why there's are we a lot of. There? We, you can stay there. It's the prices are very comparable. Why didn't I think of that? Doubt. I looked into it, but I was like, I was just I probably I, without knowing how the whole thing is really laid That's out. That's true. I was like, the hell Might be too it, much of know? a hassle. Um, yeah. But there's plenty of places to eat there. There's good places across the Cornwall. I think not Cornwall. Is that what it's called? Hmm? The casino across from Bally's. Um, it's um. It begins with a C. I thought it was Bellagio was across the street. Or no. Caesars. There is Caesars. No, Caesars anyway. is on the other is Caddy Corner. I thought it was Bellagio. Anyway, I'm drawing a blank. But there's a bunch of good restaurants right near there, including Giada de Laurentiis' place, which I've eaten at, which is very good. Ooh, there's yeah, a lot of cool places to go. There's a lot of cool places to go. We're like much closer to things we can actually get at walk out and go to as opposed to getting in a car and going somewhere. Yeah, that's, yeah. The that's Rio exciting. is like in the a Rio's desert. An island, of the Rio is an island under itself in many ways. So yeah. So you know, hopefully, you know, it's a one-off experience. It's probably you know this will probably only be the only time, but what the hell? It's something new. We'll we'll have fun. We'll have fun Ch- anyway. Change the scenery is good. Yep, change scenery. Yeah. Good. Oh yeah. We'll have to get the lay of the land, find out where the, you know, we had our bars that we went to, so now we have to figure out new bars. Yeah. There's no masquerade bar. Those bars weren't that great anyway. No, they sucked. Well, plus after, so before it was at the Rio, it was at the Hilton, shit hotel, but at the time that it was there, and for a couple years after, of course, Star Trek The Experience Experience. was there, and even after The Experience left, which is the greatest tragedy to ever occur to the human race. It does um, suck. Outside of the of 
of like Quark's bar and the promenade and all that stuff, they had the Space Quest bar. And that was a decent bar. I mean, it was fine, but it was like it was <laughs> there had actually places to sit and it was better than the masquerade at the Rio. Yeah. Yeah, the masquerade. Or like last year, the I bar was just like closed the entire time. Yeah, yeah. That last year, was last year was bummer. weird, which is probably good why we didn't stay there. So yeah, it looks like there's going to be screenings, anniversary screenings of the Wrath of Khan. And oh, Nemesis! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it's Nemesis it is. It's twenty years? Yeah, Nemesis and Wrath of Khan share like a. They're both an anniversary, an important anniversary year. Well, yeah. Khan is a summer movie, at least. But yes, they do. Because Khan is 82 and 2002. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Those are like diametrically opposed films yeah. within the franchise. Well, and then. Well, and they were also a lot alike. Well, yeah. I mean, how many how? times were there? Well, they. I mean, look, first off, the, how many the, times the they hyped this movie? Is, yeah. The final third of the movie is The Wrath of they Khan. They hyped this movie as like being the TNG's Wrath of Khan. You know, oh, my God. It's just terrible that they do that. You know, every damn movie is compared to Wrath of Khan. Nemesis started that trend. We, we've had this discussion, Kelly. Yeah, we've talked, we talked about, about Nemesis. I have to go back and listen to our podcast. Data, because data, I... data, data. Put data puts his Katra in before. Okay, and then yeah. Sacrifices himself, and you know, and then that's it. Picard. Then Picard is in is in serious mortal danger. Data beams over, basically nerve pinches him and sends him away in the transporter and sacrifices himself. Yeah, that's the Wrath of Khan. No. I mean, they themselves were out there. The like, Thaleron the, radiation thing is like the Genesis torpedo Genesis about probe, to explode. Yeah. yeah, it's the Wrath of Khan. It is, and mm. with they, a little bit of the search for Spock thrown in. Yeah, that's and they uh, basically an insult the Wrath of Khan. Well, it is, but they were out there basically saying that even in 2002, as part of like the press junkets, they were like, "We were really like influenced by Khan, like Wrath of Khan. This is going to be like their Khan." Every and, time I hear that, I just want to like scream. Yeah. Like, I we, we probably did anymore. have this conversation when we did our Nemesis podcast, and I probably blocked it out. Yeah, because you know it's Nemesis. <laughs> it is Nemesis. <laughs> it's a movie that hates itself. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's going to be anniversary screenings of those two things. I do not know. I don't think Nick Meyer is coming, and Stuart yeah. Barrett knows better than to show up for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Stuart Barrett is persona non grata anywhere with Stuart. Stuart Barrett is a very talented man. He's a great editor. editor. Yeah, yeah, he's truly editor. one of the he's truly one of the great studio editors of all time. But yeah, he did things did not go well, and it's best he steers clear of anything related to Star Trek. So we're gonna get the Jersey Boys. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Ira. We'll yeah, get Ira to get the Jersey Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. End up in a dumpster. End up in a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> let me tell you. Hmm. <laughs> So yeah, so that's it. It'll be Thursday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we hope you know if you see us there, please by all means say hi. Yeah, and the people we get in such awesome conversations with people. Look, come tell us how much you love us, and we'll probably buy you a drink because it'll be very flattering. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> all yes. you have to do yeah, by all means, come over and kiss our asses. We'll Struck buy us the a drink. ego. Exactly. Yeah, I will have already had a couple, and I'll just be like, hey. My new best friend. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Vegas. If you can't tell. Yes, me too. No kidding. Yeah, as as in the past few weeks, it's, as it's gotten more like feeling like reality, I'm like, I really, and I miss you guys a lot. So yeah, yeah. 
as soon as it turned August, I was like, oh my God, it's real. You know, yeah. like it's going to, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trek month. Um, yep. And let's real quick. Also look, take a look back a little bit. We've been talking about SW to come, but of course, SDCC San Diego comic-con just happened. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A week or two weeks, yeah. three weeks ago. Now? Three. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and there was some big news. Some excited stuff. Yeah. Mm. We got the a look at our TNG crew that will be reprising their iconic roles, yes, legacy they will. characters in Picard yes, season three. Yes, yes, everybody looked pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Worf looked dope the as best. hell. Yeah, Worf, yeah. I think Worf, Worf looked, looked awesome. awesome. I know there's been some controversy about the way he looked. I don't I understand know. the controversy. I don't get it either. I'm they like, made I thought his he looked hair gray. Is that I, get, I think light? that's it, and I don't, I don't understand know. why. In all good things, his hair was gray. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but that was just a one possible future. I know, well, but, but it's also but the dude Worf, aged. It's, it's been I know. Right? Yeah, it's like, it's like hello. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how much it is. In the t- I don't know how much it is in the timeline, but it's got to be at, at least 20, twenty years. years it's since twenty Nemesis, years, just, right? Yeah, I think it's the same amount of time that's passed yeah. in real life, right? Yeah, right? yeah, so, it's, it's twenty years. Right, yeah. So you know, so there's there's no reason. Yeah, Michael Dorn's gone gray, and Michael Dorn's gone gray, and so is Worf. It's fine. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like, what's the problem with that? Why is there some rule against? Klingons aging? I don't think so. Klingons get gray hair. We've seen yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I just, actually never th- thought about slowly. this, but Klingons, I guess, live about as long as humans. Seems like it. Yeah, not like Vulcans that live longer. Yeah, right, like they don't. Right. They don't seem to live super long. No, oh. just average. Yeah, human average, I guess. Um, the uh, the what do we think of the leather vibe? So that's a little interesting. I don't know what to think about that yet. Well, they're it's clearly kinda... not going to be in Starfleet if they're rocking like leather. Well, but the weird part is some of them do have pips on their leather. Yeah, but like, like the, throughout what? the thing, maybe. Maybe like they're, they're kinda... like special, special ops. Special ops. What's that movie about like the action, the aging action heroes? Oh, oh yeah. Of the Expendables? Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. it's like that. They're like a special aging <laughs> special operations. The elderlies yeah. crew. Yeah, maybe like the A team, but you know, the like G the team, team, like the, the B geriatric team. team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aww, look, we, we look, love those guys, though. We it's, love them, but like, it's just a fact of life. They've it's so aged. sad that they're aged. Yeah, they, they have, just they, they have older. they have, they're, they are much older actually than the TOS cast was when they did the Undiscovered yes. Country. Yes, and they look and those old. movies, a lot of those movies, the TOS movies are like about the fact that they've aged, and it's not even nearly as long as. Yeah, it's I'm sure true. that will be visited in the in this story. I have they're no gonna have to. Mind. Oh, I yeah. have no. Why would they can't they? ignore I mean, it? Yeah, they, no, why would they? And I think that'll and that could be very poignant if they do it the right way. You know. Yes. Yes. Look, I just want this. Look, you know, many people would like to tell you that actually the TNG cast signed off with all good things, and kind of they kind of did in many ways. That would have been a good ending. That would have been great if they had just left the TNG. It, yeah. But then, unfortunately, <laughs> that's not the way it worked out. So, unfortunately but fortunately it's nemesis obviously we were very we I think oh, everybody oh. including the cast were very dismayed that that's the way they went out yeah was so nemesis you mean yeah yeah okay that's fair i thought yeah. you just meant oh it's a sad thing the movies happened and i would screw that no but like no, no it didn't work out nemesis ultimately too. but nemesis you know what i mean it really did ultimately didn't the movies I mean, you get you have to first contact. Yeah, yeah basically I, first I, contact. I, I mean, we can go into a thing about so we can go into a thing about generations. We, we but that's a topic for another day. We've done um, that. I've done my thing. We've done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, obviously, the, the, to end the way it ended for them, they didn't deserve that. No, they didn't. Agreed. And I can't say I've loved Akiva Goldsman's uh, version of Picard, but he is not apparently going to be heavily involved. Right. In this is Terry Metalis. This is version. pretty much, and this is according to Terry himself and Akiva and everybody else. This is pretty much Terry's baby. Yep. Um, so I tend to think he will do right by our friends. You I know? tend to think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, they deserve the, a proper send off, the TNG cast. The Indeed. TOS cast got theirs, the TNG cast deserves theirs. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally agree. So yeah. I'm hope I'm very hopeful for it. It sounds like it'll maybe be a winter release. I mean, we'll know that soon. Uh, we'll know yeah, when. They, I the guess, assumption is like February. Yeah, I mean, I assume yeah. maybe when New York Comic Con comes along, they'll do something for that, I guess. Well, yeah, because we need a real proper like, Yeah, there'll be trailer. a real, yeah, unless yeah. they do something for that September 8th thing that they're going to do, the Star Trek day. Maybe they'll do it then. Maybe. They'll announce the release date. But I have to think it's in the winter sometime, winter, early spring kind of to do it. I'd assume, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's worth, it's worth pointing out. It's in out, the can, I think, so. I think, I think it's worth pointing out that we don't expect to see this in Vegas, um, simply because... Uh, creation the company who puts on the the Vegas show um, is no longer the license holder, right? Right. right. So there won't be Star official Trek. news. So it's not an, a quote unquote official convention. And so, right. Yeah, CBS Paramount they're going to save that news for something where they're running the show, a licensed event. Hence September eighth or something at New York Comic Con yep. kind of yep. thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's something to look forward to, gang. What do, what I'm completely changing gears here, but. I've been dying to talk to you guys about this. What do we <laughs> yeah. think about the Strange New Worlds Lower Decks crossover news that broke yeah, up yeah. I, I'm, I'm so I'm confused by it, and mm-hmm. here because here's why. Because like when it was first announced, I you know just as a like mere concept, I was like, okay, so you animate some Strange New Worlds people in the holodeck with like Mariner and Boimler. Sure, I can get behind that. And then they were like, oh no no no. It's live action. And I was like, huh? Like, wait a second. That seems really weird, like fourth wall breaking kind of weirdness. You yeah, know? that's definitely fourth wall breaking. No yeah, question. it's it's weird. And then, and then the even weirder part is I would expect that to be in this in a lower deck season. Yeah, it's not. It's part of exactly. Strange New World season two. And yeah. that's even weirder. And I'm like, OK, I don't because, of that. course, lower decks is in the future. Yeah. So it's not like we can't have an Enterprise finale situation where, right. oh, we're doing a simulation and we're looking at these historical records of the Lower Decks crew. No, that hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened yet. Right. So so all things are basically possible there as far as that goes. But it's still going to be live action and animated. Yes. And that's the even weirder part is so Jack Quaid and Tawny Newsom, like Jack Quaid's going to get purple hair and show up. Boimler, yeah. Yeah. And show up in real life somehow like on the enterprise with pike don't we don't know how but okay and mariner and, and mariner, Newsome, yeah, yeah Tommy mariner will also yeah. be live action but so, Anson mount yeah apparently he's teased that he might be animated and so yeah. it's like huh like huh all right is this so gonna then, be like a roger rabbit yeah like, so a lot of people are like is this a roger rabbit situation like what's going on and then some people have kind of said well i don't think it's that but you know, but it, how could knows. it not be that? How it could sounds it, exactly like that. Yeah, how could it not be? And so that's why, like, when this was, you know, this was the thing that was going to be broken at Comic-Con, I was like, oh, my God, they're just going to announce it. And they don't even have, like, a photo, let alone a trailer or, you know, like a clip or anything. They, 
I, it's probably a little too early, but like, it's just like, oh my God, I don't even know how to, I don't know how to picture that. Like, I wish they had shown us something so we know what we're looking at here, you know, wrap our heads around it. Yeah. And I was reading, um, uh, there's an, there's an interview on our site with, um, you know, some of the people who were behind this crossover talking about how it came to be and the sentiment is very much like oh we were like chatting about it and we're like wouldn't that be funny and then we did it (laughs) just like oh god what is this gonna be (laughs) yeah yeah i I think that's matt like we don't even need to say anymore when matt's just like i'm confused that's (laughs) everyone i've talked to is like how how yeah yeah like i'm i'm game but like how um, yeah exactly i'm game but like like i'm open but yeah so i guess yeah. hey let's just be open-minded until it comes yeah out. yeah absolutely it could end up being a lot of fun yeah speaking of that lower deck season three comes out the day yes stlv starts yes very probably excited not intended, about that probably not intended that way but no i don't think yeah. they meant to but hey whatever it's cool yep yep very excited about that looks great yeah we'll probably so. watch a few episodes while we're oh, in vegas i think that'll happen yes we It'd did that cool last they could we like did that stream last year one of the too. episodes but since it's not a since it's not a cbs event we'll have to do our own season. screening kayla yeah. yes yes but we did that last year it was a lot of fun yeah yeah, yeah. awesome you even get, Matt, you even got to participate in that. Remember we <laughs> That's right. I virtually right, participated. We zoomed in with you. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That was very nice. Yep. <laughs> Aw. All right, guys. I think we've covered quite a bit in this episode. Our next episode, we already have a plan for, believe it or not. <laughs> we are going to talk about Captain James T. Kirk. Our yes, feelings indeed. about him, the misconceptions that continue to be out there about the character that's yes. it yes and that's Lori what we want to talk about ulster from the all access podcast who recently wrote an article about jim kirk will be joining us yes so we we'll, look you'll forward see, to that yes you will see that in a couple of weeks a topic very near and dear to all of our hearts yes oh yeah all right everybody it's been good talking to you we're sorry we were gone for so long and we will see you in a couple of weeks bye everybody see you guys soon bye, bye everybody <laughs>